What's up, guys? Welcome back to Stuck and Rub Podcast. I'm Dalton Heltz with Matthew Landry and Tori Movon from Faction. We got a special guest with us. Nice to be here. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Today, tell us about tell us about how today went, man. Today setting this up has been a fiasco. Let me tell you. Oh man, we was all over the place. Traffic is crazy. That's what happens when a helicopter crashes in the middle of I-10. That's <laughs> like that's stuff you read about. That's that's shit you go through. Dude, it is absolutely. I mean, come on now. Setting this thing, a helicopter crashes on I-10. I mean, on a bridge. That's the luck of that. Apparently, I wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, we got you here now. That's always good. All right, let's yeah. go. So how you get started with Faction, dude? Like, what's the idea of this? I mean, what happened was we started riding. Oh, man, I don't know. I guess like in the early 90s, we started riding. Yeah. We and of yeah, y'all, y'all two weren't really ideas yet. Um, but throughout the thing, we rode and rode and got, you know, got better on dirt bike and mm-hmm. met more people. Yep. And then social media came, my media came across and uh, I think on either Twitter or Instagram, I ended up meeting a guy named Billy Swap and he ran blend graphics. He was an ex pro from California. I remember them. And yeah, blend got pretty big in mm-hmm. Louisiana. We had quite a few people <laughs> riding with him and he was a super talented designer, but the problem with somebody that's really good with design is you can't rush him. So yeah. what happened was we had a program where I became his sales manager. I had probably had 25 to 30% of Louisiana running blue graphics. But when I would line up the graphics and take the payments, he was kind of, he was a cool guy, but he was almost too cool. He was sitting on the right. beach playing around, mm-hmm. drinking beer, and, mm-hmm. and everybody's like hitting me up, asking me, where's the graphics, where's the graphics? And right. I'm over here, with, I'm with, I, I have their money in hand, and they're waiting for these graphics that they hear right. so much about. Yeah, so, kind of your, uh, yeah, I was the face of the company at that point. So it got to a point where, as beneficial as it was, it just wasn't worth the time anymore. And then also, the graphic business is a nightmare. You you do this kit for somebody, and the kit might be unbelievable, and they want you to change the Dunlop logo to red and you change the red and they come back they want it on green or they want to trim then this is just like it's never ending right the good things with like faction shirts and hats i make it if you don't like it you don't have to buy it yeah <laughs> it, it is what it is it's I, if i like it it's cool i'm cool with it if right. you don't like it you don't have to buy it. wait for the next run so the graphics is always somebody's always wanting to change some little nitpick thing and you don't make enough money yeah. to go back and forth that many times in a, in a transaction i can see how that become quite it, a it's, it's it's a nightmare i would never do it i like how you do a faction too it's a limited runs you yeah. always come up with something limited runs i always like that about you and i think that's pretty cool and i mean it doesn't allow things to get stale so you right. come up with a shirt you make 25 24 maybe 40 at most or you do like say you do one design but you put it in three different colorways when it sells out, it's done, and it, it's kind of like Red Bull effect. Everybody wants a Red Bull hat because you can't really buy one mm-hmm. that's legit. And if you have something some people know they can't get or they don't have a lot of time to get, they'll react by buying it faster, mm-hmm. and then you go on to the next project. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Faction wasn't your first clothing company, right? No. So, when I left Blinn, I was working with a guy named Scott from Veracity in California also. And when he saw what we did for Blinn, so he brought me on with Veracity to do that. And again, we built the company up pretty big. And just one day they had this kid, Tyson um, Tyson Johnson. He's a, I think he's a president. Chicken Little? Yeah, Chicken Little, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we designed this amazing helmet for him. 
and tiger paints and everything and he's stoked he's i mean this helmet was cool it really was the day i have i get the photo sent to me from tagger i get a phone call from scott saying hey i sold a company i was like what you mean you sold this company i was at lunch and he said yeah i sold it to sketchers i was like sketchers sketchers the shoe company <laughs> he says yeah he said he said they had a logo they created which was a lot like the brass vv and they offered him forty thousand for the logo so he was tired and he basically true to his word he was like he was tired of the shit that came along with the business right. the kids want free stuff and if you can kick the kickstarter pw50 they didn't want free goods you know so yeah. which you didn't kickstart pw these days but anyway but um either way so he sold it and so i had to call tyson i'm like hey nice helmet man but the company doesn't exist now yeah. so um so basically what happened was after doing it with blend doing it with veracity and using the skills i do have which pretty good people skills in marketing i learned that you build this big platform for these people and they can shit on you in a heartbeat yeah. so why not do it myself that way i have control whether mm -hmm. i want to stop it if i want to keep going with it if i want to bring my wife in i want to bring somebody lane or dylan or anybody cody um you know you can bring your friends in you can let them enjoy themselves you can let them have creator creative uh ways like lane you know lane comes in he designs stuff and the cool thing about Lane is he has a completely different style than I do. Completely. Mm -hmm. But that's not a bad thing. Right. Yeah, you get a lot of diversity. It, in he, he gets diversity, yeah. Because, like, I mean, you know, I'm sure things I make, Lane looks at it, he's, he's not crazy about And I do the same with him. But at the same time, like, there's always somebody that likes something different that you don't like. My brother had this famous saying that, you know, if we – we all like the same thing. We'd all be married to the same wife, you know? <laughs> so that would be a nightmare. Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of interested when you say like the free things and stuff, where do you draw the line about that at? You know, there's always some kids out there. I mean, you don't want to be rude to them at the same time. You need to make your money. And I get that. Where do you draw the line with that? It's, it's and... tough. You like a lot of times they'll reach out for like special, like little pit bike races. Mm -hmm. And if it's something to do with like a, um, like a foundation or some kind of charity or benefit, I don't mind. Right. You know, I, us giving away a few shirts doesn't bankrupt the company because mm -hmm. what we sell the shirts for and what we make them for is a vast difference. Right. You know, so yep. if I give them away, the shipping's the thing that's hurt me more than anything, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. but you got to have a certain level of presence to to get free stuff. I mean, you got to like Lane Shaw, like a Carter Halpain, yep. or or you know, like a Addison, Emory, um, but there's a lot of fast kids out there. We try to help, and it, it's it's like you said, it's a fine line of where you can go overboard right. and when you can you can do it. I, I try to like Pierce Knight and everybody. I try mm -hmm. to send them a little something here and there, and right. and er, it, it's all about who appreciates it too. There's yeah. in this business, you learn fast that you can completely waste your time with somebody and they don't care. Like you can give them the world and they. Think they deserve it yep. and it's a lot nicer when you send somebody something and they're like man thank you i appreciate it let me post about it let me give you some credit right. so yep. i mean you, it's not about always getting a pat on the back but at the same time it's like i am doing something like the good as my yeah. part you know i'd appreciate some respect out of it at least you know and dude like all the races i go to i promise you there's at least two or three kids with a fashion helmet fashion t-shirts yeah everywhere. yeah it's definitely. crazy how much it grew in this it, it awesome. is it's crazy i remember first time watching supercross and seeing uh richard Jackson, yeah, on the line yeah. with one, and they zoomed in on him. I was like, "Damn, like that's <laughs> awesome!" I was like, "I remember looking at my wife, like, wow, this is crazy." Oh. And now, like, it's every year. It's like more and more helmets out there, and guys running, you know, pretty 
well up front and here and there. It's pretty amazing. Especially so, about, about how many guys would you say that you have? Uh, I so you say repping the right, like brand, legit as like guys, a sponsorship right. type thing. Well, again, you got to You can't go too crazy with it. I mean, you could have all the people in the world really. Yeah. You know, people love free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I'd say like. The up and comers or like the guys that are there would be like Lane Shaw, like like I said, Addison Emery. You'd have Pierce Knight. You have a uh, Carter Halpain. I don't want to forget anybody. You know, it's just like, so many people. But uh, Richard Jackson was an awesome person yeah. to work with too. I yeah. really always like Richard a lot. But we have we have quite a big guys that are really fast, and we have Block from uh, Canada. He's a, mm-hmm. he the way he represents the company he always has the greatest photos i don't know who who's taking his photos he always has the dopest photos like i, I love him he sends them to me like man this is great content man like who the hell is, who the hell is filming you all the time but uh he's he's great he's great to work with but we have a lot of guys that we help and it's just you got to draw a line somewhere because it is a business you, you just yeah. you, you would like to help everybody but you can't you know and like we do stuff with local people like rob adams and, and all his little team and everything great people to work with very appreciative very creative people yeah, it's awesome what y'all do whenever they do. It's, it's like I said, it's so cool to see how they grew. Like yeah, know, we know, went from like, being like you know it was it wasn't a sea of people rocking faction, and now you go to a track and it's common. Oh god, yeah, dude, so many. I know. Last, oh, go ahead. No, oh. the last race I went to was uh, been at Wyndham's house, and I walked around, and it was kind of like a while since I've been out and about. You know, I have a young kid, so I don't get out as much. Lane does that plenty for me, so it's all good. But uh. I remember riding around me and Cody Serrard in the golf cart, and I was like looking around. I was like, "Man, this is cool!" Like, I, it was the first time I've been to a bigger event in that recent time, and it was like I had four or five hats here, shirts here. I was like, "Damn, this is rad!" You know, it's so yeah. cool to see this. You know, it's cool, even especially when you're out of state and you walk around and just come across somebody. It's like, "Damn, that's that's rad!" But we we shipped to Canada, we shipped all over Michigan, California. I mean, it's. I probably shipped to pretty much every state there. I don't think I shipped to Hawaii. That's about the only place I ever shipped. Yes, indeed. I only wear shorts anywhere. Oh, there, so it's all good. Yeah. Tell a little story about whenever we uh we were at Wildwood, we were riding around in a faction golf cart. Yeah, that was smoking fun. people in the face with t-shirts. Yeah, that golf cart was cool. <laughs> you don't have it anymore? No, no. We were doing a slalom going up down the street through the lines, but uh. That was the day that Lane came with the uh, Lane and Dylan. Yeah, and they came had with the camper. Yeah, it looked like right. the Grandpa RV. That, that's so, a qualifier, wasn't it? The area qualifier. Yeah, yeah was, that's it, when it, yeah, yeah, it got yeah. muttered up. Yeah, it did. I remember we were riding to that little gas station up the road, sticking a slap on the signs. Yeah. And that little gas station got a faction sticker on the window seat. All the they're everywhere. Yeah, they're that's everywhere. mine. They're, I'll put that up there. There's <laughs> still a faction sticker at a Taco Bell in Conroe, Georgia. At like by uh, MTF or wherever it's at. It's, okay. it's like literally on the register. Like it's never. It's been like five years now, and it's still I mean, nobody ever pulled this thing off. I can't remember. I don't remember who did. I think it might have been Matt Fisher might have put it up there, or one of the guys that trained out there. One of the things I want to ask about to do is Tony Socks. Yes. I know what you got to do with him. Like, so basically, for Stony was the brainchild of me and Jared Hicks, which he runs Backyard Designs. Right. Yep. And so we he had the idea, and we came up with it, and we designed it. Then I use. Some of my connections that I use for windbreakers and everything overseas to to produce it. And what's funny is the first time we made the socks, we designed three of them. We had like a a Tijuana, like taco night. Oh yeah, it was like, a, like, a, like neon, yeah. And we had like one Hawaiian flower one, and we had one that was Trump ones. 
and we made like 75 pair and we weren't sure you know when you're making something brand new like that that's never made before it's kind of like you don't know you know you're making it you're yeah. hoping for the best and even dealing with overseas you never know what kind of quality you're gonna get when you order something like it'd be great it could suck which i've learned with gloves before right. i've made gloves that looked amazing and you, you scratch your head and it fell apart <laughs> but um so we got them in there were like 75 pair and we didn't tell anybody about it like nobody knew about the business and then the night that we got them in or next day i put like a post to all the, the guys on my my page to post about them like post this little clip or whatever it was a little photo we made and basically saying hey the site's live right now it's out of the blue and within a day and a half we had sold all 75 pair Dang. so i remember calling jared the next day i'm like jared damn we sold them you're like this is crazy like it was and it, it was a lot you know and it's like i said nobody knew about this company and now it literally we just sold out we sold almost 100 pair of socks in two yeah. eight, in a day and a half and i looked at jared and i was like man i was like i hope these don't suck like i hope these are good like because if they suck we're really screwed like these this is not a good thing you know like one pair here and there is not be good but like 100 people in socks that suck and like every single person that got them like love them they're like these are the best socks i ever rode with and and I was like shocked because I was like, oh, we got to fine tune this. I'm sure we're going to have And they were like, no, it's cool. We had like, so since we started the company, we've, so we were in dealerships and we sell at events and they sell really fast. They yeah. sell really rapid. The contract with AEO? Yeah, they, we got them in the, all three of their stores in Arizona and California. And um, the craziest thing about it is, is that when we make them, they're gone. Like they're hardly ever on the site. Yeah, so like, uh, like recent, y'all just had a recent drop, right? Yeah, we just, sold we, out. We, have, we have a uh, drop that just came in like Thursday and we just waiting for Jared and Jordan to take photos and get them on the site okay. and they're going to go pretty quickly. But yeah, they go really fast. And what's cool about them is it's like the sock has a thick bottom where you put, where you yep. put it be, of course. Mm -hmm. And it's a, like a, like a little lemon style spandex that goes right. up on your thigh. And you have a band that secures it to your upper thigh and the whole back of the sock is is vented so mm -hmm. when you're wearing your boots you're not really sweating which was always the thing you always wear those big hunt socks and yep. everything you sweat, sweat you take yeah. off your boots like so nasty yeah. yeah your boots smell like matt when you yeah. took it on no, come on. <laughs> but yeah it's a hit and it's it's the cool thing about it too is with faction we have to really somewhat be mindful of what we're putting out right it, you can kind of test the waters and stuff, but you don't want to go too politically incorrect or this and that, you know, the socks, it doesn't matter. Like yeah, the socks, you can put anything you want on. Somebody's going to cover them up. Basically it's just like a, it's like a cooler thing for when you're getting dressed in my season and like, Hey, look, that's a funny ass sock. Right. And and then after that pants goes over and it's over with. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter what you put on a sock and they will sell. It doesn't matter. Right. I learned we can put a cat in a top hat, Flying a kite, somebody's gonna buy it. Somebody's gonna buy that damn thing. Yeah, it, somebody's gonna love a cat with a kite, you know. So, dude, I hate to even get into stuff, but dude, like you're saying, politically incorrect, dude. This world today is just absolutely insane. Any little thing you say will be heard. It sounds like somewhere. It's just absolutely crazy. So I'm sure you gotta be careful with that with anything you design. Well, what's what's good about that is I kind of like really pumped my brakes recently. Like I was always out and about, running around and trying to get everything done. And Lane really stepped up and helped me. And Dylan McBuff is always there to help too. He's a great, great friend. And um, you know, a lot I pulled my wife more into the equation of the business now. And you can see her on Instagram. She's always modeling shirts and stuff. She does a great job. And having a young kid, I always realized that, you know, uh, other kids are seeing what I'm doing. So right. as much as going, you know, above that line of doing something crazy and really like a lot of times, you know, you'll see these older shirts with 
half naked looking chicks on the shirts and stuff. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, yeah, in its own time, it was fine. But I have a lot of kids that follow the brand, a lot of moms yeah. that buy for kids. A lot of you have little guys with uh, seven year olds riding with full blown tagger custom mm-hmm. faction helmets. Yep. So I'd be disrespecting the parents by yeah. putting something out that would be less than tasteful, you know? So you don't want to dive into the water. Well, the thing is, well, the thing is, you don't want to. We can do it with the socks, and it doesn't matter. You wear a shirt, you're gonna see it, or a hat, you're gonna see it. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm I'm more mindful nowadays of that kind of stuff, and you're not trying to piss off this person to make this one happy, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely you just keep everybody happy. Right. You know? Definitely gotta watch your saying nowadays. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And these helmets you got going on, dude. They're, man, I I need to get one. They're 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 stuff. awesome. <laughs> Look, I, I don't even ride anymore, and and I still always want one. Like yeah. I'm like I'll design one, and I'm like, damn, I want one. Like I'll go oh, carting or something with mine. Yeah. You know, I'll be like the bass looking carting guy out there, yeah. you know, something like that. But yeah, I always tell um, once you get one, they're addictive. Like they're awesome. Yeah. Like you don't want to stock up ever again. I don't yeah. care how good this paint scheme is on the stock. I seen Diesel Gertz's one. His was like, I want to say he's from Alaska. Yeah. And his was like a Hawaii theme, so it was pretty cool. Just like the difference. Oh, he had that red pink one, like flowers, kind of with the yeah, yeah. action logo. Yeah, his his pops. Yeah, it's nice. And who you got? Are you getting helmets for you? I know you got wraps too, right? You, well, like I don't really do wraps too often. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a Florida's so economical way to do it, but right. just paint the damn helmet. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, with my my connections with pricing wise, it doesn't. It really. I mean, I, mean, I can't speak on everybody's behalf, but. It's not that expensive, you know. You can save. I mean, the paint's gonna cost less than a helmet will, you know. Yeah. So, and then you got a full blown custom helmet. I remember when I used to ride. I mean, look, I wasn't the fastest guy. I was, more, I was a pretty one. I was a pretty yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. My bike was dope. My gear was dope. My helmet was always custom painted. And damn, Jordy would on. We always he knew how I was, <laughs> and he he loved to harass me because Jordy was always faster than everybody, me or whatever. And then the little bastard got fast, and he would he would know I'd be out there, and he knew I didn't want that bike to hit the ground, and he knew I didn't want the helmet to hit the ground, and he would take me out every time he got oh, an opportunity. He loved it too, because his bike was he didn't care. His could fly out the truck and away the track. He'd pull it back in the truck and be no fun. I was like, damn man, you ripped my grip. That's just a proof of fact. You look good, go fast. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Just let me take a few photos. I'm good. Guardians over there trying to kill me. Just gotta get the Instagram pics. The helmets are definitely sick. You did one for me. I still got to hang up and wear them. I don't even want to wear them. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 they're, they're fun, man. They're, this is like, you never know what you can get. Like, I, and what I learned too, also, I used to always take control of like helmet designs and all that stuff. Then I really realized, especially like trying to say, getting back to like chilling out, focusing more on family, I realized how much back and forth and how much I got pulled into doing that stuff. And it was a pain in the ass. I mean, I, I love helping people, but, it got to the point where it wasn't worth the time and effort that was going into it. So mm-hmm. now I kind of like say, look, go ahead. Here's my connection. If you want to call Tagger, I'll get Bronson or Tagger to call you, whatever, or KC, Cole. They call you, you tell them what you want, and y'all do it. Because right. if you stay in the middle, you have to, where's my helmet? I'm waiting. It's not back right. yet. Or I need this. For, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Put the burden on you. You already got all my connections in my my discounts the last thing i want to do is beat a little man you know yeah so you got you learn when to step back for sure graphics too i don't mess with anybody's graphics anymore either <laughs> yeah helmets definitely came a big way i know every pro has one out of paint yeah and you gotta have their yeah. custom painted helmet so it's 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 a custom painted helmet is just like it's awesome it really is it's like pulling up to like a 
like a Kia dealership in a Lamborghini when you hit the track. Yeah. You know, you pull up with that helmet, you pull it out, and you're like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's awesome. I can't Yeah, it's awesome. Until you bring a vibe with you. That's the worst thing. You know, you just got it, bring a vibe. And what you got to learn, dude, is when you crash, you got you to gotta take it with your shoulder and tighten your neck up. You don't let the helmet hit. You break your shoulder so the helmet doesn't hit. Yeah, like a like a good friend B Hub used to say, you gotta know how to fall. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he knows how to fall either sometimes. No, he does not. <laughs> then he used to swear to me, man, you gotta know how to crash. You, you still know how to crash. And I never forget, dude. That same week we were talking about that. We were in Mini Oaks. Remember that year? Oh yeah. Man? And dude, he had crashed, he broke his back, both his wrists. So yeah, he definitely knows how to crash. It's pretty unfortunate. Everybody's had that one crash that was just embarrassing as hell. Like, I mean, you can be a bad dude. You can be a bad dude. You still have that stupid moment. Um, I mean, you have that moment where you just do it in front of everybody. And you're like, damn, what the hell just happened? Like, how did it happen? Like, yeah, what you don't even know what happened. <laughs> you, do you remember anything you did? Oh, yeah, Loretta's 2020. Uh, dude, my sight lap. I ate shit. <laughs> how did I do it? I have no idea. Was it on that triple? No, 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 it's a triple. I was coming around a double, and it really wasn't my fault. My bike had cut out. It had got wet from the pressure wash whenever the wires were wet. And I came over to this little double out of Storyland, and the bike bombed out right in the face. Endo my brains out, dude. Messed up the ball in front of everybody. Sight lab. They, I mean, everybody's lining up on the gates. They're still waiting on me yeah. up here. Bike down. I was so embarrassed, yeah. dude. I just wanted to go back to the truck and, like, cry, you know? <laughs> I was I, so embarrassed. I had a brand-new Yamaha 250F, and we were at, we were at Jeff's track, and uh, it was, like, really choppy where you actually the starting gate was it was just a normal day we was everybody was just practicing but the front of the line the gate was just chopped to the max and i'm in this brand new yamaha and for some reason they're tall they're always tall tall yep. tall you got to really do something to them when you mm-hmm. get them maybe, i don't know maybe, Lord, like, yeah maybe well, that really doesn't work either because when you land it freaking like clicks and shit hurts but anyway so i'm over there and i'm with i might have been with c-rad or blair Boudreau or somebody and i'm literally <clears throat> i just get on the bikes brand new and i'm just like riding out to go to track and like basically standing up and and i got like one hand on the bar and i'm like looking back doing something and i literally ate shit before i even made it to the track oh like man. it cross running on me when i was looking back oh, God, and i literally stories. fell like on a flat ground like and i was like i looked up i was like damn what, what just happened here it was embarrassing as hell like get up who's watching yeah i got up i looked around i was like all right i'm gonna crank this quietly and try to get out of here yeah I mean, it's just going yeah. around making sure nobody's seeing you and not too many people seeing you. Yeah, yeah. Good, big goon. Can't even pull back up. Right. Can't even pull straight back up to the truck at that point. You just ride around the track for a little bit when you're done running. Yeah. And then pull back. That's speaking of Brandon Hubbard and that kind of crash. We were at Monster Mountain one time. It was years ago. I was in Super Mini still. And he came up. Brandon had just got back into riding and stuff. So, you know, he's arm pump. Terrible. Mm-hmm. So, I'll never forget, man. He's coming off. He's stretching his arms, you know, on the bike. And he put his hand on the straddle. He actually gave a gas, he brought into the fence, got stuck in the bar bar fence in my Oh, man. Dude, it was the funniest shit. Oh, my God. We had a so buddy. Funny. We had a buddy who used to ride with us named Justin Email, and he was such a nice guy. And uh, he pulled, like, the ultimate one. Like, he came. I wasn't there that day. And it was back in the 125 days. And he comes in, he rides a few laps. He comes back to the, to the uh, it was in New Iberia. And there's this truck with a trailer, of, like a regular, like, flat trailer, like, not a, not an enclosed. And he comes through the parking lot and he like decides to pop a wheelie and he he pops a wheelie he tries to ride a wheelie yeah. and he doesn't realize where he's at and he rides a wheelie straight into the trailer flips over the trailer and, and punctures his lung it has to be Ooh. it has to be airlifted out of it oh, so man. literally he, he almost killed himself in the, in the trailer <laughs> driveway <laughs> really man you gotta watch out for those uh parking lot warriors you know? <laughs> yeah parking lot warriors will get you definitely man like from back then to now it's kind of getting off topic but Louisiana motocross, 
you think it's getting better, worse? Where do you think it's at? I don't know. It, we had we had some pretty quick people, but the thing I realized is like even when I was racing, and it's like you, you go out here and it's like say you you got to win a C class, right? And you go like to the pro challenge in Texas, you get your ass wore out. Gotcha. Like it was Dude, like it was I like damn, these guys are way faster than we are. Yeah. Like it was like like mid pack. I was like damn. I, I was like, when this? Like, what happened here? Like, it was like, it was, they're quicker. I mean, that's no doubt about it. And the thing is, a lot of those guys that are out there winning those events, they've been racing on a national level track, so to say. Not necessarily the national, but that aggressive breaking bumps, the deep ruts. Uh, yeah, our tracks over here are too tame. I mean, it is, yeah. it's fun to ride. It makes you look good, but yeah, the, it, you don't, you're not used to getting the front end chatter and all this, yeah, the back end yeah. dancing all over every corner. Hurts you know? in the long run, really. Yeah, when you go to tracks like California and everything, we did a road trip, me, Jeff Tozan, and uh, Drew Landry, and the same guy that flipped over to <laughs> the trailer after that. In fact, we did a trip to uh, Las Vegas, and we did like the, they used to have the U.S. Open of Supercross in mm-hmm. uh, MGM Grand. We did that, and we had like, we had Jeff's truck, we had one bike behind the truck, and we had f- three bikes in in the trailer, and we had each had a pit bike. It was right when yeah. pit bikes were huge, it was yeah. like 2001, and we took a big trip and we drove like it was like 36 hours straight, and we did Vegas for two nights, and then we did like Lake Elsinore, mm-hmm. we did Calamus, we did uh, I'm trying to think where else we went. Lake Elsinore was fun because it has tons of tracks. And, and different tracks had different lanes. When you come out the corner, you had, like, option lanes. It was yeah. really cool. I mean, we don't have no room around here, do you? Yeah, right. But, um, like, Glamis was cool. Like, you literally walk and you up to your knees. Like, it was yeah. like, it, like it doesn't, that doesn't exist in Louisiana. You did, know? Y'all, like, did y'all have uh, paddle tires or y'all just No, I wasn't putting my bike in that crap. That, that shit really was like, <laughs> oh, y'all didn't ride? No, <laughs> hell no. We had Drew went ride and we were like, good luck. Yeah, and he, yeah. looked, he was just falling over left and right we were playing oh we went to Ocotillo Wells that was fun yeah oh, I've like, heard a lot about yeah, it yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. me and Jeff both almost died that trip that was that was you can you find stuff and you think can I do that and you try and then you realize man eh, probably wasn't a good idea that's one thing I noticed. <laughs> like sometimes you make it and you're like damn it was awesome and other times right. you're like over the front yep. panic rep about to yeah. die and uh in Arizona that's one thing like riding the trails and stuff is all fun you know like you could roll out but whenever you see, like, the jumps and stuff, like, whenever you find, like, a little booter jump, it's like, man, <laughs> shit on that, dude. I got to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, dude, props to them, dude. Them, them free riders, they're crazy. Like, yeah. Axel, they're, oh, they're insane. Yeah, he has amazing bike skills. He yeah, does. It's, right? it's, you know, people, like, awesome. hate on him. And what's crazy, some people just have good bike skills and aren't good racers. I mean, yeah, like, you know, I mean, we, we know. I can probably name somebody. I'm not going to call yeah. them out, but I know who I can name somebody right now. That's not a good racer with really good bike skills. Yep. But, but. <laughs> man i wasn't talking about you but um it's just it's it's impressive he, i mean if you get to rock every and, and of course he has natural talent too but if you get to rock every single day and that's all you get to do of course you're going to develop a little bit faster than oh, normal. God, yeah, that's weekend the, warrior same thing for racing too yeah. riding every day for a yeah. night and day difference i mean uh, night and day difference riding I and mean, race you know training i mean yeah just putting the work in and being right. having the access to a track four to five days a week that's makes a big, big nowadays difference. too. It's freaking these kids living at training facilities. I mean, it's a whole nother level, a whole nother level that they've taken it. Yeah. Was that was that really a thing back in your day? Mm, they had MTF, but it wasn't. I mean, they had that, and they may have had. Hmm, where else? I think they had another one somewhere. Maybe yeah, yeah, my, GPF, huh? MTF, GPF, yeah, GPF. That one came up a little later. That was the one that Rich Jackson and all those guys, yeah. and Dakota Aldridge and all those mm-hmm. guys, and Palmer Neely and everybody went to. I think Palmer Neely. <laughs> 
think it really was a couple of logo kids him getting out of it that really were. I mean, it's yeah. exhausting after a while. I mean, it's it a, it's a, it's a yeah. if you do it and you really do it, and even on your parents, it's, it's it's taxing for a family to pay for you to go racing every weekend, and you break stuff, and you got to pay for that, and you got to pay all these entry fees, and then yeah. if you race one class a whole day, you basically feel like you're wasting your day because you're sitting around jacking around for like hours on end waiting for that one 15 minute race, yeah. you know, yeah. you know. Right. So it's kind of, and your parents are always on the road, you know. It's like what if you have a kid in a little league? It's the same thing. I mean, you you that's what you do. Yep. So, Tori, tell us, tell us about, uh, you said you got a little story about the Wyndham's Regional? Yeah, so we had kids from all over the country coming down for, to Wyndham's house for this regional. And the Thursday before, we had made all these shirts and everything. And I had, like, quite a few kids, like, uh, that called me, like Pierce Knight and, like, Sean Calderon. And, like, quite a few kids. And they're like, hey, you going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. I promise you. So they come in from Texas. They come in from here and there. And the night before, which would be, I guess, no, yeah, so this would be Thursday night. I get home, and my wife said, hey, I cook ribs. And I said, oh, who? She said, well, I'm not eating them. I said, why not? And she said, well, they, they just, something's wrong with them. They're off. And I said, they look fine to me. And I tasted <laughs> it, and it was, it was great. And I was like, all right, I'll eat them. So I ate them all. I was like, great. So next day, I wake up. I had to go to work, and, I, and like, I'm in my my driveway and back my neck sweat and i'm like what's wrong you know <laughs> so like i i literally like had throw up so i throw up fast like i'm like oh, i'm fine I threw up fine so i'm going down the road i go to a refinery see a customer and i'm, I'm there and i'm like sweating and i'm like man like what's wrong with me you know and i, I pull off on the road and i throw up on the side of the road i'm like all right i feel fine so the day just continues going that way and it's like i'm trying to shake it thinking oh you know next one's gonna make me feel good i'm fine so i get home and i realize like I have food poisoning. Like, this is, like, legit. And this is, like, miserable, all right? So Cody calls me, Sorority, and he's like, hey, we're still going tomorrow morning to Wyndham's. I'm like, man, I was like, Cody, like, I, it's like, I am miserable. Like, I, like, I couldn't lay down. I didn't want to stand up. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was, like, way worse than the flu. Yeah. And uh, I said, but, man, I had all kind of people supposed to come, and I promised I was to be there. I said, all right, we're going. So he picks me up, like, 530 in the morning. At this point, I haven't eaten the whole day like uh, i could barely keep water down and we go there and right when i pull up brendan harp's there and his girlfriend at the time is like hey t you want a beer and i'm like no beer like no <laughs> beer like and, and that's not like me i was yeah, like yeah like, it was like that's like killing not taking a beer right. you know and i'm like man it was rough so we're, we're sitting there and i'm trying to drink gatorade and it's just like it's it's the sun's hitting me I'm like damn i'm like hurting so I'm driving with Cody and we're 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 pulling up to watch some of the races and there's there's kids there that I talk to all the time and I want to go say hi to you and I like literally could not muster up to get off yeah. the cart and go see him. Like it was like terrible. And I remember like sitting there like after about an hour and I had my feet up on the dashboard and I was kinda like in like a little fetal position leaning forward and I was looking around and I was like, Why the frick do these people look so happy? Like I was like so feeling so terrible that I was like wondering why these other people had so much enjoyment of being here. And I looked at Cody like, dude, I'm sorry, we drove far. We gotta go home this stuff. Like, I can't do this, man. So we drove home the whole way home. I just like looked out the window like a little sad puppy. Like I was so I felt so terrible. I gotta send this story. The same week actually the regional, my good buddy Spencer Winter. We and him were training together. We actually lived together for a little bit while I trained up stayed in this camper with him. And you know, we would cook at night, whatever. And dude, excuse my French, but he made some chicken parmesan, and this shit was good. 
and do. So we cooked it. We cooked like two or three times. So anyway, like two days before the regional, man, think about what to cook. We want something good, you know. It's like, man, we cooked the chicken parmesan again. So, yeah, let's do it. So we went to the store, whatever, got some chicken. The chicken didn't look right, you know. It's like, it's like man, yellow yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah got a little tick to it. We hungry. Pray to my wife. My wife, my wife makes sure we don't get sick again. Like, she, she's good about that. If it's close to the date, it, right. it, it ain't happening. She's, she's, she's a champ. Oh, yeah. Man, we were hungry. So, like, man, you can't hurt us that. We cook it now. It'll be fine. So, man, we cook yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It was, it's good. Right. It's good to cook out. Then I saw Spencer, man, this should be some shit. We got sick. Poor for the region was eating this. He's like, no, man, we should be good. So, man, we cook it. Unbelievable. It would taste it so fun. And the next day. Tastes just like normal. Nothing crazy. The next day, Spencer wakes up. Same thing as you. Running fever. And throwing his guts up. Feels like shit. He's all dehydrated. He had to go to the hospital. We get out. I guess I eat so much weird stuff. I guess from being down here that I, I didn't get phased by it. But this dude was so sick. I felt so bad from the whole region though. Throwing his brains it's out. It's bad. I'm it, 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 it telling you, man. I'll take the flu any day of the week over food poisoning. Like you literally, you don't your body doesn't want to be like upright. Like you you want to lay down, and then when you lay down, you don't feel right. But if you sit up, it's almost like your stomach's like yep. a bore and you can't put a crease in. If you put a crease yeah. on it, Something's gonna happen, like it, it, yeah, it, it, feeling right. Yeah, you're like it, it's it's it. You don't know which way to turn when you're in the bathroom. You know, I think I take food poison over. And dude, at that while he had that, the dude goes out and qualifies. And I think he was that year was 450B and 450B limited. Dude goes out and gets fifth, fourth or fifth place with food poisoning. Unbelievable. That was yeah, I got that, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's impressive. <laughs> Went to the beach for my birthday with some of the friends. I was like. Man, I'm going to burn once and, you know, I'm going to be good. I, you know, I'm going to be all right. It's a little sunburn. Dude, I walked around looking like a lobster. <laughs> so, day goes on. I come back home. I'm like, man, I'm sunburned. Go to work the next day. You know, harness and all that sticking to me. Everything's just burning. But, you know, it was a sunburn. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I come home. I'm sitting on the couch and I had like this itch. Try to scratch it. wouldn't go away. I was like, dude, I'm about to freak out. I'm gonna find out I had something called uh devil's itch. I remember that because I came over. Yeah, that Dalton weekend. came over here like five different <laughs> things yeah. of uh, aloe vera. He's like, man, I need some aloe vera. How many you want? He said, all of them they got. I said, dude, what? Cleared the shelves at Walgreens. Right. Dude, I I couldn't I wouldn't wish that on my worst yeah, enemy. I remember that, that was intense, scary. I was couldn't go to sleep because I couldn't sit still. Making laps around the house on like three Benadryl, trying to fall asleep. Right. All, all yeah. Freaking Benadryl all over y'all, pink and stuff. Your skin's all light pink, then hazy looking. Dude, any, anything I put on me burned worse. It like made it flare up. I had to sleep in an oatmeal bath for like a couple hours. Oh, My family believes in sunscreen. I, I'm, I'm stupid. I never put it on. And, oh, and I'm always like, yeah, nothing's going to happen. And you like go through a day and like nothing's happening. And all of a sudden, by the end of the day, you're like, oh shit. Like, I feel, my, stiff. I feel, you feel, my, sore. Yeah, I feel my skin stretching when I move my back. Like, it's. And then at that night, everybody's fine, and you're the only one sitting in the chair where you lean back. It, it always seems like when you're on vacation, like we go to these condos and stuff, it always seems like they have like a leather like chair. And you Something lean, that's going to And you lean back to that chair, and it's so cold, and your back's so hot. And it's like, it, it just, oh, and then, and my wife tells me every time you deserve it, so, yeah. which I probably do, but. I get every now and then. My mom, she got good skin, so I guess she blessed me with that, so I just get tan, but. <laughs> yeah, do you Fortune. Get, Fortunate. You were talking earlier about these faction cars that were going around. No, what I was saying is Lane goes to the track a lot. And what's crazy is we, we sell a lot in Louisiana, but we actually sell more probably out of state than anything. So it would be good to, and 
truthfully, we need to make more size, youth small, youth medium, stuff like that too. We don't, we don't focus on the younger kids, which we should. But what happens is over time you make all these different products and you kind of realize what sizes are the hot sellers. And sometimes you make these youth mediums and everything, and you sit on them forever, and you're like, like, you know, damn, so. like, you yeah. know, or you give them to some people, whatever, and then next thing you go, like, hey, what's the youth medium? It's like, damn, I had it for a month. Like, I had it for three months, nobody bought it. So, um, but we'll, I think what we're going to do is, like I said, Lane goes out to a lot of the tracks all the time. He does a great job with that. And what we'll do is we'll probably make some, I'll get my wife involved with making it. She's good getting all this done, especially Christmas time, making all those cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, We'll go ahead and make some faction cards where we'll have like Instagram, the website, and we'll do like a cool code where when you guys are at the track or Lane's at the track or whoever, yep. you could hand them out and they'll get some traffic to people that may have not known about the company, which is, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not, it's, we're not Fox by any means, right. but I mean, yeah. you think by now people know around here would oh, know yeah, about definitely. it, but you'd be surprised. Some people know about it a lot and other people don't know anything and people in Washington know about it. So it's, it's, you just... It's kind of like when you make a shirt too. Like I'm, I always tell Lane this: I'll design a shirt or a jacket, a windbreaker or something, and I'll say this is the coolest thing. Like I think it's it's, I love the it's dope. Yeah, I love, them. I love them too, and they last forever. Yep. And you make one, and you think this, uh, I nailed it. This is dope. <laughs> People are gonna love it, and like it'll barely move. And then like you'll make something where oh, I'll get like some stuff made overseas, and it'll come in. And like I remember I made these pocket tees one time and it was like pocket tee, a little logo in the pocket, and it was like it was like a ring tee where it had like ring on the neck, a ring yeah. on the and I thought they looked like crap. I was like, I was like, man, I don't even want to sell this. I want to give yeah. I want to give these away. And we put them on the website and they freaking sold like crazy. And I thought to myself, and everyone was like, I love these shirts. And I was like, this is crap. This was like trash. Like I almost yeah. didn't like I almost want to give them away and or throw them away. I remember y'all came up with the, uh, the baseball tees for a while. Those were nice. Yeah, those cool uh, three quarter sleeves. Yeah, three quarter sleeves. They're they're really good fitting shirts. We try to put out good stuff with lasts. Like even even when we do screen printing, we used to do the way we used to do it. Most people you just screen print and heat. They go through a, like a heat lamp basically, and it, it was done. What we used to do is when we would make our shirts, we would. Do the screen printing, and we take a next step where we take a heat press and press it. So then you get like a smooth finish, and it's like really glossy, yeah. and it, it really adheres to the shirt really well that way. It's an extra step that most people that don't want to do because it takes forever, but it's a good good practice. The all your shirts really do fit good. I always love them. Every I love them. Yeah, um, it's always chancy when you grab a different brand and you try it. It's like, oh, I hope this works. You know, some fit boxy, some, some fit real like athletic fits. And I the, find the quality is always there though. Yeah, I never have one that I have a complaint Listen, about. Them windbreakers, I promise you, I ride other things all the time. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't have my fake chair all freaking crashes. And we just did some uh, for the Adams uh, industry kids, and they all love them. And you said they, the, him and uh, Rob and her said the kids are going crazy. Yeah, he's so another awesome guy, man. He robs, robs a trip. Yeah, a trip. <laughs> he always yeah. asks me to make stuff, and I'm all <laughs> look at him like, "Ooh, that's a wow, Rob." Yeah. And then and then y'all was like in the background like no 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 <laughs> but he's he's a trip I love him yeah you talking about them cards and stuff man you know you get the cards through Colin Fields give them to him and I promise you everybody in this world will know who faction is oh I got you I do hand one to the rock on top of the I room. met I met up with him in uh, traffic today yeah. coming back from my dad's oh my gosh dude I never him and Lane were at Wildwood last time and dude Colin I think he don't talk to everybody at least three times like in the pits and just stop every every person you see you stop hey man what's up I'm Colin Fields like dude just talk to anybody he's one of them good dudes 
Man, definitely need him on here. Colin, yeah, Colin's the best. <laughs> he's a true. He's not right. I remember Collins when he was so young. He used to just be on that little KTM, a little. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's real nice people. All his family. You meet nice people in, in this, like, special families and stuff. You know, yeah. you get a flat at track. Everybody's always will, willing to help you. Yeah. I remember uh, one year. There was a qualifier somewhere. I want to say it was the first year that Kevin had to qualify. The area qualifier? Yeah. 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 I remember these guys were parked by us, and they, they might have needed a tool or a spare tube or something. Or it might have been a picture of the race order, something like that. And they come up and they ask. My dad was like, yeah, man, that's no problem. He was like, man, they weren't lying about that Southern hospitality. He was like, dude, people be trying to fight us over here back in our home tracks. Yep. I was like, you know, there was a shot because – us here, everybody's. Oh, you need some? Yeah. Oh, dude, I got waters over here. You know, right. kill it. Yeah. Get a plate. Yeah. Kills like you need some hydration. You need some build, but like, I know. Forget that. Uh, at uh, Minio's, whenever he was doing a little pit bike race, mm-hmm. go that. bring me some. Go bring me some cold. I walked over there with water because I mean he's sweating. Killer was determined to get that championship on right. that pit bike. Oh, dude, he got it too. He won it. Dude. Oh yeah. This dude never dirt biking his life is beating kids out from the road. Yeah, professional like, kids. Like, <laughs> killer, killer, so funny. Every time I see him, he just makes me laugh. <laughs> he's not. I'll, sometimes I wonder if I'm adopted. I really do. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely yeah. a calm compared to your dad. Uh, he's, he's, your dad's he like him, your dad's like karaoke king. And he, <laughs> he definitely is. He's not scared to speak his mind either. So no, he's definitely not. Like it or not, which I mean, you gotta love him. And if you don't like it, he don't care. Yeah, he called me one time when I was driving back from work. He's like. I mean, me and him might have went to do lunch or something, man. He was telling me about him getting called to the school. I don't know whether it was for you or your brother. Talk to my brother. It was something to do with the principal. And he, <laughs> like, he like unleashed on the principal. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you can't do that. <laughs> he basically threatened with the principal's ass a few times. <laughs> basically, he wouldn't, the, the secretary wouldn't let him in. So basically, he kept threatening until the principal came outside. And he threatened with his ass. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't think that works these days. But he apparently got his way. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely... He's a, He's a smooth operator. He's definitely oh, a smooth yeah. operator, yeah. You're right. Smooth it. operator, real fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is crazy, though. So, uh, talking about making these business cards and stuff, I was thinking we'd get uh, some teas rolling with the podcast. We can do it. That's easy. A little, co- little collab. That's easy. And the good thing is, we can always, like, if y'all would have, if y'all have guys that want whatever, we can make a, a run of 24 or 40, whatever, or, or not. If y'all just want to do some real standard, like, one-off things, we can do, like, some direct print garment stuff where mm-hmm. you can yeah. – y'all can do y'all. We can do a cool logo, make shirts, and, man. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, like, a more like a business tee layout, logo in the front, you know, uh-huh. business phone number, or Instagram handle, and all that in the back. You got a business number? No. I mean, you can call me a number <laughs> if y'all want. Call for pizza or something? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we can do that. That's cool. We can – you know Lane. Lane's always excited to do stuff like that. Get yeah. Lane on it. Yeah, you Hopefully we, get, we get some. Uh, start working on getting some banners yeah. up around the local tracks. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. That's definitely between Stony and and Faction and. We were talking Rob. to Rob this past weekend. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Rob. Yeah, Rob. Both Rob. We talked to Rob from Rio. He wants to get on here. Yeah, that was uh, a yeah. whenever we went. Uh, that would be cool to have. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret about Lane this past weekend. I don't think I don't think he wants anybody to know. Yeah. You know. It's my, I actually got back on a dirt bike this weekend. Yep, he did. Dalton's yeah. happy about that. I rode, uh, <laughs> I heard about rode that. Dalton's yeah. bike. Yeah. Broke out of retirement. Dude. Yeah, lugging it up. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
I was in a slow big bike practice, you know. I gotta get I gotta get my wings back for all them jumps. What you do is just stand up, act like you're not trying to go fast. Yeah, like do like that, that, that stand up around the corners where you're like, I'm I, I can really go fast if I want, but I just wanna I want you to have to stand up around my corners, yeah. I'm Man. excited to see him back out there though. I mean, I mean it's Man, I cruised up on Lane, and dude, Lane had like, he was in attack position. Well, Lane's attack position. Dude, Lane. Uh, he's coming into the corner, like he looks good. I'm like, oh shit, boy, Lane's about to hit the, hit this run. <laughs> he comes in and like, stayed in the same stance and all. Like, he was getting ready to get into the rut and just like tipped over. And <laughs> I, I was like, dude, are you okay? And talked to him in a pitch after. I was like, what happened? He was like, I. Couldn't tell you. Uh, My body was committed, and I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the bike, the bike wasn't. Yeah, yeah, dude, y'all was lame, man. And y'all marking skills, you get on point with that. Y'all were insane with the marking. Like compared to me and him, we were terrible. But y'all, yeah, I gotta be on wrong, man. Need to talk tips after this, yeah, uh, this episode. Whatever we can do to help, man. Just small timers trying to do mediocre things. Yeah, <laughs> right about that. And dude, everybody's getting started with these podcasts now. It seems like yeah. started like James Stewart more and more. It's like, yeah. James Stewart just kicked off his. He might have got a few more listeners than we did tonight. Ooh, yeah. No, but it, it's cool. Like I was telling my wife and I was telling Lane, everybody, and Cody and everybody, you, know, you got to start somewhere and you never know. I mean, like you said, I mean, yeah, just like anything, Amazon will start in a garage. Right. I mean, you, you never, you, you never, I mean, fashion will start in a garage too. And it's still, yeah. I still like my garage though, <laughs> but uh, you don't have to pay people to have a warehouse. But, um, it's it's all you make it, man. Just more or less, if y'all having fun doing this, that's all that matters. I always tell it to Lane, yep. you know, that's what it's about for us. We started talking about we had people that want to invest in faction. I'm like, I don't want anybody investing in faction. And they're like, why not? I'm like, because then I gotta worry about it. Yeah. I don't want to worry about anything. I want to I want to have you know? fun. I want to make cool stuff yeah. that people wear. If I make a few bucks, great. If I don't, I don't care as long as I got enough money yep. to make more shirts. And and I mean, yeah, it does work. It, the business works better than that, but. That's the way I look at it. So I, yeah, I keep the expectations low, you know, and then you always exceed them and on to the next project. You yeah. Know? Same thing with us, dude. Like it's all about having fun. It's not about nothing else besides having fun. And you know, you, like you said, never know where it might take you. Everybody got everybody got to start somewhere. I mean, yeah, never know. We need to yeah. start planning us a trip pretty soon. Well, you need a plan I need to plan on getting my own bike. He doesn't. Yeah, you need a bike for instead yeah. of Sony side and a truck because somebody had to come pick you up. Oh, yeah, oh man. man, this weekend, this weekend, this week, yeah, yeah, it's been blowing up left and right. We had helicopters crashing, yeah. Matt breaking down. Dude yeah. called me up right after we leave. We were at um, track in Hammond. Right I after called, we leave, whenever we I got, out. whenever I got up that morning, I called Dalton. I said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm on my, I'm heading to the track. I'm taking my truck. You know, it, it's been making some noises, but I got faith in it. No Chevy's gonna pull it through." And I said, "Hey, if I call you again, just." Just get in your truck and come find me because I'm going to be broke down. Sure enough. Sure yeah. enough, man. Make it to the track. You know, we're all hanging out. Yeah. We're making a couple motos. We leave. And I told him again, I said, hey, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You, you buy your phone. <laughs> Next thing you know, man, hey, I'm on call. college drive and BR <laughs> broke down. Yeah, I get the call. I literally just put up my driveway. Just made that drive back. Matthew calling. Say he's messing with me or he's being serious. So I answered. I said, where are you at? Broke down in that VR, man. College drive. Won't come get me. On my way, dude. You know. <laughs> you got to do it, though. It happens to everybody. Don't yeah. feel bad. It doesn't matter how much you pay for a truck. It, it'll get you. One Congratulations day. to Mr. Faction right here. You got him a new one. I needed a new one. Yeah. <laughs> that Ford was pretty, but it was, uh, I traveled a lot for work. So I had like 2,000, I'm sorry, 253,000 miles on a 16 model. So, shit, bro, that Chevy got you beat. That thing's an yeah. 08. <laughs> yeah. That thing. How many miles you have? 
273. Oh, well, so, you, I mean, I did it half the time, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was queen. Uh, yeah, it was. And I, I sold it to a guy, and he loves it. He's he's stoked on it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> at the price I sold you that truck, the motor can fall out tomorrow. I don't want to hear about it. Like, right. it still looks really good. Yeah. I can't help mechanically if it breaks yeah. sooner or later, but he's, he's happy. He was driving a Prius, so he's really stoked on a big old truck like that. <laughs> no, dude. Man, so my truck made pretty good for me so far, so knock on wood. Keeping it for as long as I can. That's all there is to it. All right. Uh, y'all got anything else you want to get into tonight? That's pretty much it, dude. Been fun. Like we'll do it again fun. soon. But uh, so where, where we can find Faction at? Instagram handle Faction. Facebook. It was at Faction underscore fourteen, and you can go to the website at www.factionbombers.com and use code Heatseeker for forty percent off your first order. Here it is, folks. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yep, I'm sure we put his website in. Yeah, I'll make sure I link you in there. Yep. All right, man, it's been dope having you. Yeah, dude, I enjoyed it. All right, guys. Later, buddy.